You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Hello, welcome back to Raising Perdition. I am one of your co-hosts, Beth, and my other co-hosts are here too. How are you guys Hello. doing? Hello. Good. How are you? Good, good. We're doing good. We're doing great. We got the some barky co- dogs, but it's okay. It's okay. We, our my our other co-hosts are named Hannah and Abby Joe. This is your very first episode you've ever listened to. Yes, um, and you decided to start with bugs. It's interesting you would start with this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge you too hard for that. Maybe you got maybe you watched that episode and you're like, I need explanation, <laughs> so you yeah. just went searching for it. Um, I, I would respect you for that. Hannah, do you want to go ahead and just do our little summary? Yes. Um. So. This episode was directed by Kim Manners, oh, who we, that. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a good, <laughs> who we've talked about before. Kim Manners, he directed several Supernatural episodes, and he was a very great director on yes, the show. Was. Um, Had a lot of good seen, episodes. We've already seen one of his episodes, which was Dead in the Water. Um, yeah. And last week, we talked about how they brought him on to help with directing, though he didn't get credited for it. Um, mm-hmm. Hookman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then... Did I cut you off about who wrote it? I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. You can say who wrote it. Um, It was written by Rachel Knave and Bill Coakley, and neither of them have any other writing credits to the show. Um, Just as like a a pre, not I don't know, warning. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think warning is the word I'm trying to think of, but just to start this off with, this episode has some problematic... Yeah. terminology and um, problematic like views of Native American heritage and like yeah all those sort of things um, all of us are white women so we are not really anybody who should be talking about what is supposed to be said all we can do is like listen to Native American people and indigenous people mm-hmm. um, about what they say um, so just want to put that out there that this episode, one of the reasons why people don't like it is that it has problematic views of indigenous people and like the way they talk about it can be problematic. Let's get into our um, summary and like the background of this episode. So it takes place in Oklahoma in Oasis Plains and Sepulpa, Oklahoma, and also um, Atoka Valley, which is the Native American like reservation they go to, I guess. Um, And then it... Uh, the first uh, thing we see in this episode happens on March 20th in 2006. And then the rest that the boys are involved in is from the 23rd through the 28th. So that's kind of where we are. We're ending March with this episode, mm-hmm. March 2006. Um, so our summary. Hannah Let's just had her it. 11th birthday. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> The episode opens in Oasis Plains, Oklahoma, on a construction site for a neighborhood. A gas company employee falls into a hole, getting trapped and breaking his ankle. In the hole, he sees an insane amount of beetles, and eventually they climb into his facial orifices and kill him. Meanwhile, Sam and Dean are at a bar where Sam is reading a newspaper, and Dean is hustling people. Sam tells Dean about the man's death, which is being attributed to mad cow disease, and they go to Oklahoma. They visit the construction site, and Sam goes into the hole and finds just 10 beetles. The brothers visit a neighborhood barbecue at the developer Larry's house and find his son, Matt, has a bug collection, and he does not like his dad. Linda, the head of sales, is showering later, and a ton of spiders start crawling out of her shower. (laughs) Um, Scared, she slips and falls and dies. The brothers break into her house and find a dozen dead spiders far less than crawled out of her shower they talk to matt who shows them a place in the woods where bugs are congregating and dean unearths a skull the brothers go to meet a professor of anthropology to talk about the bones and he tells them they are native american they drive to sepulpa to a yuchi tribe and joe white tree 
a man in the tribe, tells them a story about a tribe in Oasis Plains years and years ago who was slaughtered by people coming to take their land over six days. And on the sixth night, the um, chief of the tribe was dying and he cursed the land um, before he died. The brothers determined that this would be the sixth night of the curse for this year. And they go to protect Larry and his family and find that the sky around their home is full of bugs. They take them to the attic, the family, not the bugs, where termites are eating through the wood and just before the bugs eat all the way through the roof, the sun rises and all the bugs are gone. Larry promises not to continue with the development. And there's also a bunch of stuff about how Sam feels about John in this episode. And Dean tells him John was proud of him and he cared about Sam. And Sam says he's looking forward to finding their dad so he can apologize. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. The things that I have flagged the most are like the Sam, Dean, and John stuff as opposed yeah. to like the actual plot line of the show. <laughs> Um, on the Supernatural Wiki, they have, like, the summary that the CW put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, like, like a thing that's like, this episode summary is an official CW press release. It may contain errors. Do not change. Um, and so, like, in the summary, they never put Native American or Indigenous. It is only the word Indian. Oh, really? Yeah. Yikes. Um it says, investigate a town's history. To find the new housing development has been built on a sacred Indian land. The Indians put a curse on the land um, after their reservation had been ravished and destroyed. Like, yikes. Yeah. Which I just don't understand because this is skipping ahead a little, but like the professor they talk to uses the term Native American. So, like, and he's someone who's educated, so it would make Mm -hmm. sense why he was. Um, But, like, why? In the actual blurb of the what the show is about, why didn't you continue to do that at the very right. least? Let's... Okay, so we open up, um, we're, like Hannah said, we're in Oasis Plains, Oklahoma on a construction site. And poor Dustin, the co- the, the construction Dustin. worker, falls, in, falls into a pit. Uh, and he breaks his ankle, For first of all. That sounds horrible. Um... Yeah, he falls into a tiny little hole. Like, it's just Dustin's size. Yeah. It's... So many things. <laughs> with his death go wrong one falling into a unknown hole terrifying a dustin size hole a tiny hole claustrophobia Uh uh-uh no then bugs millions of bugs there's so many and i love that just from the start when he sees the bugs he's like oh no oh no i was like get me out he's like oh god even if they didn't bore into his brain and eat his brain like i feel like it's a very justified reaction yeah if a bunch of bugs just start crawling out of the earth of this hole you just fell in Mm -mm. yeah immediately no and travis was so upset like he tried so hard like he doesn't Mm -hmm. know why destin is screaming and like help travis help and he's like i'm coming dustin i'm sorry i I feel travis is the truest victim in this show really is poor man i know and he sees dustin he's like oh god because dustin's bleeding Mm -hmm. everywhere like face in his facial orifices like i said everything is bleeding um which is horrifying overall this cold open just doesn't really do it for me though like it does not make me interest like i think that the death is horrible but like awful overall like i feel it's very forgettable (laughs) i don't don't... like watching the beetle crawl in his ear at all no no possibly we said that skin had the best cold open Mm -hmm. would this be the worst one so far do we think i can't really remember the other ones but I don't like it, so I think well, it's one of the worst episodes overall, so it would make sense if it was one of the worst cold opens. Yeah, the W is a pretty intense cold open because, yeah. you know. has uh, Corey Monteith in it. So Gary Monteith. Gary Monteith, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dead in the Water. No, that one's good, I think. Yeah. Wait, what's that The Phantom Travel. Uh, Dead in the Water's oh, cold open is the, the girl. girl. It's like Jaws. Jaws, yeah. Not my favorite, uh, Phantom. Though. Yeah, I but feel like the pilot doesn't count because it's just getting us into the right. show. Right, but I don't yeah. think it would be the worst. So, no. um, Phantom Traveler is is pretty good. It's a pretty yeah. interesting concept, and then Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. It's the third so... time we've said it today. Oh. <laughs> Not oh. in this episode, but in general. I think it's weird now. I think they know the <laughs> different episodes. Yeah, probably so. It's good. It's good. Yeah, so she's been killed. It probably she's would done. be. It probably would be. Yeah, the worst that's our so hot far. take for this episode. 
worst cold open. <laughs> That's the only hot take. Oh, so we cut far. from the kind of boring cold open and we go to the boys and Dean has just hustled him some money. Sam is sitting on the car reading a newspaper. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> and, and Dean also, walks out of the bar waving some money. He's so proud of himself and Sam's like, ugh. It's yeah. not exactly honest, Dean. Again, unhinged because he's like, yeah, but hustling pool, credit card scams, <laughs> just yelling these things. We do get the uh, phrase where um, Dean's like, well, this is how we were raised. And Sam's like, well, the way we were raised, it was jacked. Yeah. And Dean's like, says you. <laughs> so. And then he immediately I, moves off. But I think that's interesting because we get a lot of talk about their childhood and the relationship between John and his boys in this episode. We do. Um, and so they're already setting some groundwork for that in this first scene with the boys. Dean, like we said, he says, do we have a new gig or what? Mm-hmm. Sam tells him about the gas employee, Dustin Burwash, who died um, from the technical term for human mad cow disease. I cannot pronounce it. Kreutzfeldt. <laughs> Jacob, I don't know. Um, and Dean's like, Mad Cow, wasn't that on Oprah? And Sam's like, you watch Oprah? And Dean's like, the the transcript says, Dean, embarrassed, can't think of anything to say. He's just like, uh, so I, he ate a bad burger. <laughs> I love this. Um, I want to flag it to say that this is not the last time that Dean will um, hide watching a program on television to Sam and then try to act like he doesn't Um, but when he really does actually enjoy the program (laughs) right it's not the last time no definitely not so yeah um sam talks about how mad cow disease if you're not familiar with it it was a huge deal in the early early 2000s i think for cows Hmm. for cows Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i because there was a step on that when i was 11 there was there was a time when I remember not eating burgers for a long time. And then I ate a burger and I said, I have missed burgers. My dad talks about it all the time. He talks about how mad cow disease causes brain degeneration, mm-hmm. but it takes like a long time yeah. to happen. It's not like, it's not within hours, like what happened to Dustin. So yeah. he's like, this is weird. This is our kind of thing. And they're like, all right. And Dean's like, I never get to spend my money. <laughs> Poor boy. His hard earned money. I just wanted to say, I looked up because I wanted to see like what the um, side effects of this human mm-hmm. mad cow disease are. Is the side effects are, um, yes. and he actually mentions it later. But um, I think Sam mentions it later. But it says that it gradually destroys brain cells and causes tiny holes to form in the brain, which would make sense if the bugs were. Beetles burrowing in there'd be tiny holes and it says they experience yeah. difficulty controlling body movements changes in gait and speech and dementia yes and he does yeah, mention he dementia, dementia and like muscle degeneration loss of motor control loss of motor control mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yes those things are yeah. do happen they be do happen in if you have this yes correct thank so, you yeah. abby nurse thank abby. you nurse <laughs> Not nurse her. Abby. Think future Nurse Abby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they decide to go. I mean, obviously, like we said, they're they're leaving. They're gonna go meet Travi. Poor little Travis. Yeah. Um, they pretend to be Dustin's nephews, I think. Yeah. Yes. They're and they're like, like he's you knew like Uncle he, Dustin. Yeah. He's like, he never talked about y'all. And he, they were like, he talked about you all the time. He thought you were the best. Yeah, yeah he's like, really? He's like, Travis. Which is nice. Like, Travis is always going to think about that. Yeah, he is. He loved Dustin. Yeah, he tried to help. It wasn't... Travis should not blame himself. He did try to help. So. It's not his fault that nine million beetles went to his friend's brain. No, it <laughs> ain't. No way and it ain't his fault that. that the American colonists. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, it's definitely not his it's fault. It's his ancestors' fault. Yes. Not his. Yeah. Yeah. But can't be held we can't blame for him. the past. Travis's baby. Trying to help. Yes, he is. He was trying to help Dustin. And he now has a nice memory that Dustin cared a lot about him. Even if it's not true, it doesn't matter. Travis deserves to live the rest of his life happily. That's. I'll, I will stand up for Travis. Team, team Travis over here. They ask him if he's had, he noticed like any symptoms of mad cow disease. And he's like, no, none. It's like, yeah. No, he was he's fine. like, he would have, Sam's like, he would have been acting strange, you know, like 
these things that Abby just said, dementia, loss of motor control. And Travis mm-hmm. is like, no, but what else would it be? Like the doctors <laughs> are saying this is what it uh, what what else would it be? So they're like, off. that's a good point. Good point, <laughs> I don't want to freak you out. So good point. Um, so they go and look at the hole, and Sam. Well, first they argue about who's going to go in the hole, and Dean's I like, I mean, I'll go in because you're delicate. Like, <laughs> I love when Dean's. Uh, so Dean's like, let's flip a coin, and then yeah, Dean's like, fine, I'll go in, and Sam's like, flip the damn coin, and then Dean does a cute little giggle. He's like, <laughs> it's so cute. And I was like, ah, and then yeah, Sam ends up Just taking the anyways. coin, and he's like, I'm going in. So, uh, and of course he is. Ten beetles. He finds just ten, and there Which were definitely so more than ten. That he was like, "Wow, beetles One, in two, the three, ground. Four, five, six, that seven, should nine, that that probably means something." <laughs> if I yeah. if I went to a Let hole me take and found one. bugs, I've been like. Well, there's bugs. bugs in the dirt. The fact but... that he went down there and counted them, though, that's just hilarious to me. Yeah. Like him being like, one, two, three, four, five. Dan's like, analytical. are you sure there weren't 11? And he's like, I'm telling you, there were 10. <laughs> there were 10. He's, he like, dare you he like loses me. count. He's like, ooh, already counted that one. Okay, one, two, yeah. three. He has to like recount. No, I like, bet. He, <laughs> he picked them all up and counted them later. <laughs> they're in oh, his hands. His ginormous <laughs> hands because he's a giant. <laughs> he's just like, what? And do then we we just see him in the car holding one and like rolling it around yeah. in his hand and stuff. And I'm like, what a that freak. Was like- Sam and Dean are like, they're, they're, you know, trying to figure out what happened. And Dean's like, well, we could go to the barbecue. What a better way <laughs> to figure out what happened than talking to locals. And Sam's like, you just want to eat. And Dean's like, but is it a bad idea? So they go. <laughs> yep. Um, I feel like this is one of our first like big instances of them trying to say like Dean eats a lot. Yeah. And is motivated by food, which is going going yeah. to become something that is very much part of his personality. And we all know that on. Sam has we an love eating him disorder. For it. So <laughs> Yeah, right. Sam doesn't want to go because he Sam's like, eat. I don't want to be around food. Sam says, I don't eat. <laughs> yeah. I've never You know eaten. this about me. <laughs> so yeah, they go to eat at the um it's like the neighbor, the developments barbecue so that they can like, you know, get people to move into their development and stuff. Um, and <laughs> Larry answers the door who we talked about, the, de- the developer, the person who owns this yeah. home. And can he bought this property before we mm-hmm. get to inside. Um, Dean says growing up in a place like this would freak me out because they're yeah. talking about the neighborhood. Um, and Sam's like, why? And Dean's like, well, the manicured lawns, how's your day, honey? I'd blow my brains out. Yeah. And it's just, and Sam's like, there's nothing wrong with being normal. And Dean says that he would take their family over normal any day, um, which is, I think is sad. <laughs> um, yeah. That Dean had Dean doesn't think, one, that he would ever get normal. So I feel like it's more of a front. He doesn't get it, and so he has to act like he would never want it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because um, if you don't want it, then you can't be sad that you don't have it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Sam has only ever wanted this and has been very open about how that's what he wanted. Then the they meet Larry. Uh, Larry. Larry Pike. Larry Pike, the developer, he he bought the land. He's the business person who, like, chose mm-hmm. to do all this. Um, and he answers the door and Dean's like, is this the barbecue? <laughs> um, and they say that they're... Um, He's like, are you interested? And Dean's like, yeah. And he's like, well, let me just say, we accept homeowners of any race, religion, color, or sexual orientation. And Sam and Dean are like, excuse me? Um, and Dean's like, immediately, Dean's like, we're brothers. Like, we're he's brothers. very defensive. Yes. Yeah. And, and Sam's very calm about it. Like, mm-hmm. Larry is, like, embarrassed, obviously, mm-hmm. as he should be. Um, and Sam Assuming is just like. sexuality. Right. Sam's just like, oh, our father's getting on in years and we're trying to find a place for him. Like, yeah. Sam's not bothered, but Dean is definitely bothered. Yes. Definitely. Um, also, it's like the first joke that the writers have made at the expense mm-hmm. of sexual orientation because it's being gay is a joke. Like, yes. Um, of course. And this is not going to leave the brothers. Like, we're going to see, one, we see it played again in this very episode yeah, in the in next like scene. three minutes <laughs> yeah. um but like in, even in other episodes like mm-hmm. they will make jokes about like one of the boys being gay or them being gay together um being a couple yeah. so it's just seen it's just not fun to like see sexuality be the butt of a joke it's not um but it's it very is telling of the time yeah but 
It's interesting that um, we will see, like Beth said, we'll see it a lot in the future. Um, Dean's pretty much always the one who's who's bothered by it, and Sam's mm-hmm. pretty much always like, ha, 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 oops, you know, it was a mistake. Um, Being comfortable so in your sexuality it, versus Yeah, not, they definitely, may, whether, again, at this point, they probably weren't thinking, like, let's make it seem like Dean's queer in some way. But Agreed. they were trying to make him, like, toxic toxically masculine yeah i think um, that it's supposed to come off more like he's homophobic like yeah absolutely but, but i read it as internalized homophobia Same. instead of just being homophobic so then yeah they go into the back uh yard i almost said back room um <laughs> or back seat i almost said both of those things oh. um neither yeah correct. neither are right they go into the backyard <laughs> with larry who tells them like what he gives them the rundown 18 months ago he had his team out and he was like this is beautiful like this is perfect why wouldn't we build a development here and he's like i was the first one to buy a house here because i like it so much and he's introduces him uh them to his wife and he's like i hate this line when he's like tell him how much you love the place and lie if you have to because i need to sell some homes it's like so cheesy but it's it's probably how he would talk and she's like all right larry (laughs) and then he leaves he walks away and then um linda walks up yeah she's like she's she's hunting she trying hi i'm linda bloom head of sales yeah she's like (laughs) (laughs) we um, love a boss girl you know yeah and Joni, larry's larry's wife is like linda lives next door she's a very noisy neighbor it's like (laughs) so rude I don't know why she said that. But. <laughs> She's joking. <laughs> yeah, and we don't, we don't really see why Linda would be a noisy neighbor. Like, it seems like Joni's just kind of a, a bitty, maybe. A um, bitty. And then, like Beth said, Linda makes the same mistake. She says the exact same thing Larry says. We so accept any homeowners. Yes, it is. It's and same pause. They say race, religion, color, or sexual orientation like as if race religion and color are a given and then sexual orientation is like yeah and also this it makes me think like so if they if it was like a black couple would they like rephrase it and say or colors like when they do that like race right yeah well (laughs) yeah it's weird that they say race and color it's an interesting thing um i I guess they're separate um Uh but yeah it's just like kind of gross that they say it that way yeah you don't need to say all that all you can say is we accept everyone also you know you don't have to even say anything you can just say yeah, maybe, like what are you looking for what yeah, kind of home do you want maybe just make them feel welcomed and not different from the get-go yeah, yeah and don't let them know like i do see how you're different than the rest of us right. and let me tell you we accept it like uh, everyone knows but we are okay with it Right. Oh, we accept it. It's not even okay. It's like, we will let we you spend it. your money here. Right. But this yes. time, Dean doesn't get mad. He just giggles and he's like, I'm going to go talk to Larry. Okay, honey. <laughs> Which is like, but he says it in a very sassy, yeah. like, annoyed way. Oh, and I didn't realize that he smacks Sam on his butt. <gasps> I didn't realize I that. Either. He says, he walks away, smacking Sam on his ass. Sam and Linda share an awkward silence. I thought I I knew he smacked Sam, but I thought it was just his back. But maybe it was his butt. Specifically, it's a very different one eighty. <laughs> I wonder yeah. why. Um, the only difference I can think mm-hmm. of is that it's a man asking it first, and then it's a woman the next yeah. time. Yeah, Misogyny a man that maybe and Dean... internal homophobia. Wow, a man that maybe Dean would um like look up to or respect because he's like his, it's his father's age exactly roughly. he's white he's mm-hmm. well off yeah yeah um and so then he's just like okay well now sam can deal with it and it's a joke yeah <laughs> like, yeah he's like and again sam is, doesn't really care like in Hookman, dean makes the situation more uncomfortable for sam or tries mm-hmm. to um to deflect so where he doesn't have to deal with the sexuality comments yeah. like yeah like he did uh, with Sam painting the boys back in, in Hookman. Yeah. Sam's talking to Linda, and he sees a boy who's very, very obvious about putting a spider on the table and just laughing. He's just giggling. <laughs> he mm-hmm. thinks it's so funny. And Sam's like, excuse me, cutting Linda off, and just picks up this spider and is like, is yeah. this yours? <laughs> Before that, when Dean is inside talking to Larry, and Larry's like, where Dean asks him about the bugs and he's like, my son likes insects or something like that. 
Um, yeah, he the says way he's he, very inquisitive. The way he <laughs> talks about him makes me feel like he's like going to be eight years old. <laughs> and then he shows up and he's like right. 15, 16 years old. And I'm like 15, 16. Yeah, I think he's 16. I'm like, oh, so he's not a baby child. Right. Which he's, I definitely yeah, thought he was going to be. He just lacks bugs. He's a he bug just boy. lacks bugs. <laughs> Which is fine. Oh, um, yeah, but yeah, so Sam's like, is this your spider? <laughs> and Matt's like, are you going to tell my dad? And Sam's like, I don't know who your dad is. <laughs> um, and Matt's like, yeah, Larry usually skips me in the family introductions. Like, it's clear there is some animosity yeah. here. They are not yes. friends. I oh, and Sam says, ouch, first name basis with the old man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds so- pretty grim. Such a stupid line. But. Yeah. This relationship with Matt and his dad will start to open up commentary about the relationship between Sam and John. But like, right. I refuse to, like, I almost never say their dad talking about Dean oh, and yeah. Sam. I always say John because I don't like referring to him as their dad. So <laughs> I think that that line's funny because I'm like, yeah, first name basis. Yeah. It's really sad because Matt says, um, well, I'm not exactly brochure material. Yeah. That's a really sad thing for your 16-year-old son to say. Because that's what he perceives that you think about him. Like, that's really yes. sad. Sam, Sam's like, it gets better. I promise it gets better. And he's like, when? Matt's like, I don't see it happening. But then Larry comes up and he's mean and he's like, Matthew. I'm so sorry about my son and his pet. pet. Yeah. Aggressive for no reason. <sighs> yeah. And so then Sam is like, does that look familiar? Does that remind you of anyone? And mm-hmm. Dean's just like, what? What? <laughs> Dean's clueless. He's just like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Um, and Sam is like, uh, dad? dad? And he's like, dad never treated us this way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sam's like, well, dad never treated you that way. You were perfect. He was all over my case. And Dean yeah. has this moment where he shakes his head. And I think that that's because John did not treat Dean as if he was perfect. He might have held him to the standard of perfection, but I think that Sam just doesn't understand. Dean protected Sam from John and didn't see the way John put things on Dean because I don't think that John treated Dean as if Dean was perfect. No. Um, I think that he was held accountable for Sam's misgivings, for Dean's misgivings. They all landed on Dean's shoulders, um, according to John. And so I think that that's interesting that he like shakes his head as if to be like, what are you talking about? But he doesn't, he doesn't say anything to Sam about it. He just moves on and is like, well, he may have had to raise his voice, but you were out of line sometimes. Um, In this episode, for most of it, Dean is the number one John apologist. (laughs) Um, and that kind of but I think he's a theme in season one Um, I think yeah this is like where we first really see that Dean and Sam had very different relationships and experiences with John Um, and I think that Dean is definitely a John apologist big time but I think he's also trying to show Sam like how how he not that he was wrong at all because it's obviously John's fault like he was the dad um but like maybe how Sam was pretty similar to John and like how they were different uh Sam and Dean and why John would treat Sam differently than he treated Dean because they were different um but yeah I mean I think he's he gives John way too much credit um um, and I think it's funny like Dean Dean still very much puts John on a pedestal at this point um, the way John raised them, Dean only sees as necessity. And when Sam's like, right, like when I wanted to play soccer instead of learn bow hunting, like Dean mm-hmm. very, like looks at him like bow hunting is an important skill. Like he yeah. doesn't understand why Sam isn't making that connection because he yeah. thinks that the way he was raised as of right now, like that's just how it was. Like John was trying to protect them. John was not a good father. Like we're just... No. We said that a ton of times. He's not a good dad. Um, If you like John, you probably shouldn't listen to the podcast. 
Yeah. Maybe later when we don't talk about John so much. Um, But like he was not a good dad. He did not treat the boys well. And Sam has every right to think he was a bad dad. But he's feeling guilt about it now. Yes. So um, because like he feels like maybe he well towards the end of the episode he feels like maybe he could have tried harder. Um, But he just wasn't a good dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the Um, way it is. Like forcing your children to do activities that they don't want to do. It's kind of like I think in the last episode, Abby Joe mentioned something about like treating children as your property. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's what John has kind of done. Like he doesn't take their wants and feelings into account. He's like, well, yeah. I know what's best. He treats so them as assets. Do. Yes. Yeah. They're assets. They're things like he wants to protect them. He cares. They're about employees. Them. But they want him they're, to help him. They they're his them to help little him. soldiers. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. supposed to follow his every command. They, they need to do everything he says. Um, and he thinks it's in the best interest. And Dean, Dean thinks that John's right at this point. Right. Um, but Sam always had conflict with that. And so now he's bonding with Matt, seeing someone who's a little younger than him, having to deal with what he dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. With John. Dean tells Sam that he saw more bugs, um, on his tour and that he found out that one of the surveyors died from a, from bee stings. Um, so just a lot of bug things. Yeah, that's the rest of that. Uh, bugs, bugs, thing. bugs. Bugs, bugs, bugs. So then they're riding in the car. They're riding in the car. With an A. Um, yeah, Sam's driving. Dean's looking through John's journal. That's interesting because we hardly ever see Sam drive, baby. Yes, so true. But I feel like it's just for this scene. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, um, get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. So Dean's like, We've heard of killer bees, but, like, have you ever heard of killer beetles? Like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, what What is it could make the that could make these bugs attack? And, you know, Sam's, they're talking about how it could be ghosts, but they don't really see any activity from a ghost. So, like, doesn't seem like. And they're like, maybe it's being controlled somehow. And Sam says, you mean, like, Willard? And Dean says, yeah, but with bugs instead of rats. And Willard was a horror movie in the 70s where a kid or a young guy had a connection with rats and he could control them and make them kill people who were mean to him for his own psychotic yeah. and terrifying reasons and then yeah so sam's like well there are there are situations where like people and animals have like a psychic connections it could be that um and then dean talks about timmy and lassie which i'm sure most people know what lassie yeah. is um yeah. it was a show a long time ago um and then dean's like wait larry's son has bugs for pets <laughs> And um, mm, yeah, bugs. maybe that has something to do with it. You think that he's our Willard? Yeah. Um, and then Dean's like, hey, pull over at this house. And he opens the garage door and he's like, we're going to stay here because I want to try the shower. And Sam's like, are you joking? And then Dean's like, seriously, come on, because like somebody's going to see us. And so <laughs> Sam pulls into the garage and hits Dean's crotch area as he does which is funny it's not in the transcript um it seems like something jared just did <laughs> um Probably. like as he drives like dean's holding the garage door open and sam drives by and just like pops him and then keeps driving i um, don't know if i saw that i don't think i i i had I did not watch seen the episode before. in two times speed so i oh, did wasn't you? really yeah. think i did i just it. don't like the yeah. episode so. i don't think that I was like scripted i think that was something like they no, they joked around a lot on set if you yeah. haven't watched everything like, i know yeah everything i know about jared yeah. like on set um it seems like that was probably what happened is that he just yeah it was did. not scripted and then and dean then just, just he reacts well to it he's just like Oh, and then mm. the scene's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. So we cut back to Linda, and she's trying to take a shower, and spiders start just coming out of the wall. Some really blurry spiders start coming <laughs> the out of the wall. The effect is not that good. It isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's still terrifying if I saw a because they're not small those, those they're, are some they're big spiders big spiders um they're so big they're blurry but mm. <laughs> so she tries to like run out of the shower which i thought was kind of comical the way they like filmed it they like zoomed in on her feet and like it looks like a cartoon a cartoon <laughs> like it should have had like a little sound effect with it yeah yeah. Um, and then she just crashes through the glass. So gross. So scary. And, and, and it's so crazy how they come out of where the shower head connects to the wall. Yes. 
that's it's just horrifying it's scary stuff i'm surprised they didn't come up from the drain that would have made more sense i would have been so much more scared yeah and then no wonder she would have slipped and fell because she would have been trying not to get any spiders on her exactly Uh, they should have contacted us freaking idiots yeah (laughs) they should have contacted us in 2011 i think at the age of 11 i could have come oh yeah i was afraid i was already absolutely (laughs) (laughs) you already knew what i was gonna say yes i I would have already I love how this podcast just turns into our deepest our fears. fears and what we're afraid yeah. of. Like, which is everything. Me. Which is, yeah, apparently. Literally everything. We're like, this is my biggest fear. I know I already is said it? it. My biggest is fear. Is it? I think what my biggest fear is death. Maybe. We cut back to the boys. They're squatting in the house, which is so funny. I love how Dean loves the shower. He, yeah. This is not the first shower also that he'll comment on. Um, yeah. It's. Dean and I share that. Like, showers are important to me in a house or, like, a hotel room. Yeah, so I get Um, it. I know how he feels. Or someone who's Dean-coded, that's especially so. And it's a a steam shower. Like, I mean, come on. I love how that is also, like, his reasoning for staying in the house. He's like, I want to see how the shower works. He's like, I have to try the shower. Larry was talking about the shower. (laughs) You won't believe what Larry said. Um... (laughs) And of course, they're trying to like make fun of him, but he has his little towel wrapped up on his head, so it's canon that Dean Which, like, dries his hair that way. Like, why would just... he do? He has so little hair. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so cute. Though. Like it's supposed to be like a like haha. He's doing something yeah. feminine, feminine probably, but like I just think it's adorable. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Sam Sam tells him he needs to get out of the shower. He's banging on dead. the door. He's like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Police scanner said someone's dead. Three miles Three from miles me. away. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so they go. They do what they do best. They crash the crime scene. They did. Um, they, cr- they crawl in the window. <laughs> That's right. They, they do figure crawl. out. Um, they find spiders or they see spider bites. I don't remember. They talk to Larry outside Linda's house. Right. Who's like, I don't know, man. They haven't really told me how she died. All they know is that she did. And he, had, he was there because he had to identify the body. Right. And then they crawl in the bedroom window. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, he, oh, he picks up, Dean picks up the towel and it has a bunch of dead spiders on it. And he says spiders from Spider Boy. Right. And, and Sam's like, like Matt. Ma- yeah, he corrects them. And then he's like, reluctantly is like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like he really does. He bonded with Matt once and he was, really does not want to believe that it's Matt, which. Yeah. So I can make, I can turn this into something. Sam relates to Matt on a level of feeling like different from his family. Um, and Sam, we talked about in the last episode related with Lori about feeling cursed and all that. Um, so Sam desperately does not want Matt to be the reason why these horrible things are happening. And so if yeah. we're putting our little tinfoil literary analysis hats on, um, Sam wants him to be innocent because it would prove to him that maybe he's innocent too yeah they're like spider boy and then um yes. so they are gonna go stalk matt matt gets off the bus and he's walking and dean's like that's not the way to his house and so they follow him of course um out of the car they get out of the car and they follow him and he's like examining it says a grasshopper but it's definitely it's like a stick bug yeah. like a praying mantis yeah. almost i was like if um, anything it's more of a praying mantis than a grasshopper yeah. not a grasshopper i'm but not Sam's a bug like, expert but <laughs> yeah Sam just is just casually like, hey, Matt, remember me? It makes total sense that I would be out here with you. And Matt's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and so I think that's really kind cool. of a normal reaction. Like, I'm like Lori in Hookman. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you Dean, here? <laughs> I know. And Dean's like, we're here. We just want to talk to you. And Matt's like, you're not here to buy a house, are you? And he's a smart kid. Um, smart and kid. he's like, wait. You're not serial killers, <laughs> which I think is really funny. I think funny. it's too late now, man. As Matt. if they were like, yes. <laughs> but don't worry. Gonna... We we are, but we don't want to kill you. Don't yeah. worry. And then Sam says, no, I think you're safe. I think. Well, he, he knows that there's things going on. Yeah. So he's not yeah. going to tell so him. So he's, he's like, we're not going to kill you, but you could die. Dean's like, you know, he's inter- he's basically interrogating Matt. He's like, mm-hmm. you sure know a lot about insects. And Matt's like, yeah. And he's like, did you hear about Linda's death? And he's like yeah and then they talk about like he's like did you have something to do with that and matt's like literally no why would i do that and then he talks about the bee 
um, attack and the gas company guy and they're like you know about that and so Matt's like something weird is happening follow me and he takes them oh well yeah he takes them to a place but between that um, they talk about how Matt's like Larry doesn't listen to me and Sam's like hey mm-hmm. I know how that feels and Dean's like excuse me pardon yes and then Sam's like hey you know he's Matt says he's 16 and Sam's like give it a couple more years and you get to go to college and the best thing ever will happen and Dean's like he shouldn't leave his family he should stay with his family so it's like mm-hmm. a very awkward situation mm-hmm. that Matt just doesn't even respond to between and Sam, Sam and Dean Sam just like rolls his eyes and ignores Dean um I pulled up the a transcript of Bugs also and it says um Sam rolls his eyes sighs and gives Dean the bitch face so I'm really glad the that that bitch face. I'm really glad that that's in the um transcript because Sam Winchester is known for his bitch face and so I'm glad that it was yeah. like an actual thing but one thing that I wanted to point out is that Matt says talking about his father Larry um of why he didn't tell him about the bug stuff he's like mostly he's too disappointed in his freak son mm, yeah. um and since we've already made the connection that matt parallels sam um yeah. sam often the word freak is going to be associated with sam a lot um pretty much throughout the entire ep- like the entire Seriously. show and so it's interesting that someone who is matt being someone who is sam coded um has already put that out there that he's a freak son. Yeah. So I just, yeah. um, I wanted to flag that. Also, this mm-hmm. episode, um, is it just me or is it like really colorless? I don't know. I didn't notice. Like, I didn't notice, was, but it looked like it was shot like Twilight, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Maybe. Okay, sorry, that's just me. I didn't notice. They definitely um, lean into that like blue dark filter in the early seasons. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so Matt takes them to a, like a clearing, an area that you can hear a bunch of bugs flying around, but you cannot see a single one. I just think it's apparently the bugs are congregating. Yeah. Like they just happen upon this quote, Indian burial ground. Um, like they just find it. How, like, like the odds of that, I feel are not like he just Dean sticks his hand in the ground, brave of him for one, um, and just pulls out a skull. Yeah. So I mean, like it seems like Matt has been tracking the bugs to this area, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's still weird that like it leads them to a, a grave. It's of just some like sort. a shallow grave. I feel like it yeah. would have been. I guess not that they found the grave is weird. It's just like how easily Dean gets to the grave. Um, yeah, the worms are disgusting. I don't know why Dean steps on them. Like, <laughs> why does he push his foot through and then it just makes this yeah really gross oh, sound like when squelching. the hole appears? <laughs> and then Dean reaches his arm down there, and I'm like, ugh, yeah. it's a skull. You're done immediately yeah. now. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, I hate it. But, yeah, Dean's just like, there's something down here, and it's a skull. And he's just like, oh, I'll hold this in my hand. So they decide to go to the local university to talk to an anthropology professor. Which I like that they're, like, going to someone who is actually qualified to, like, talk about something in this. uh, Not the Native American stuff, but, like, the human bone things. Definitely. Um, But before they talk about that, they have to talk about John. Yes. Um, Dean has clearly been thinking about the conversation that Matt and Sam has had. Um, and he's just been like, they had a whole car ride to talk about it. Yeah. And he clearly didn't want to talk about it, but had to. He waited until they were about to talk to the professor. So, like, yes. There's they a good didn't have out. time. So, yeah. So, Dean's like, okay. Oh, well, first, Sam's like, Okay, two questions. Why bugs? and Or one question. Why bugs and why now? And Dean's like, that's two questions. So here's the thing. Why did you say that to Matt? <laughs> he's like, that bothers me. Um, he's like, why did you tell him to ditch his family? And Sam's like, I don't know. I just I just know how he feels. And um, Dean's like, why didn't you tell him to respect his father? How's that for advice is what he says. And Sam's like, Dean, do you, you think I didn't respect dad? You really think that? And Dean's like, you didn't. But forget about it. Sorry I even said anything. And Sam says that no matter what he did, it was never good enough. And Dean says, so what are you saying? The dad was disappointed in you? And Sam says, was, is, always has been. Um, 
And so Sam explains that it's because he didn't want to do the things that Dean did for John. He didn't want to hustle people. He wanted to go to school. He wanted to live his life. He wanted to be um, himself. But to his, he says, to our whacked out family, that made me a freak. The freak, actually. Um, And so then, you know, they're talking about how, like, they got in a fight because he got a full ride to college. Yeah. And he was kicked out of the house because Sam Sam was kicked out of the house because he got a full ride to college. Um, and so then they, you know, he's like, I don't even know dad if it, I don't even know if dad's going to want to see me. And Dean's like, OK, listen, dad wasn't disappointed in you. He was proud of you. He checked up on you at Stanford whenever he could to keep an eye on you. Um, and Sam's like, why didn't he tell me or why didn't you tell me? I think he says he. Dean's Why like, well, <laughs> right. Why didn't I know? And Dean's like, well, you didn't, you didn't call either. Like, you didn't try to talk to us, just Oof. like we didn't try to talk to you. Is what it's he a, says. He's, it's a two-way street. He yeah. also he picks says, up the phone. I have a lot of issues with that, <laughs> personally. He has. Um, oh, sorry, I just want to say really quick. He no, also says ahead. something about um, in that fight that he had with his dad, like the stuff that he said to him. And Dean says, like, I'm pretty sure yeah. you said some pretty awful stuff to him too. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this last thing, the last time Sam and John, like what we can infer was like a screaming drag out fight. Right. Like, and he was kicked horrible out. Horrible things were said. Um, yeah. I hate when Dean being the ultimate John apologist that he is, is that says that it's a two way street, dude, you could have picked up the phone. Um, a child, regardless if Sam was 18 or not, um, and technically an adult, a child should not be responsible for contacting their parents um, and making the relationship work. Yeah. It, the parent should always be responsible for making the relationship work because they're the parent. Um, and if John did kick him out of the house, why would he want to call him? Right. He, it doesn't right. sound like Sam did anything to need to call him and apologize. Like, mm-hmm. he was waiting for his dad to call him and to apologize to him for what he said about I mean the only thing that Sam did was get a full ride and tell his dad how he actually felt and then what so I don't know I just I don't think that he got excited you're good go (laughs) go 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 you're excited I got excited what if what if after that argument Sam left and Dean's like dad you should really try to talk to Sam you should really try to apologize um and he's like no it's a two-way street if Sam wants to talk he'll call me and that's why Dean is saying that now mm. Hannah, I feel like that's a very mm. likely conversation our Dean it's apologist on the, on the <laughs> podcast who's looking I mean, for any I, reason Dean, no I know Dean, what you mean. like we've like we've said before Dean had very little socialization with anyone other than John and so I'm sure yeah. a lot of the things he says, he says because he heard John say. Yeah, like yeah. Um, he, his re- the things he has to reference are TV and John. That's it. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just an idea. Um, I'm, obviously, we can't say if that's true or not, but it's a nice thought that maybe. It's one Dean, of Hannah's personal head cannons. Um, yeah, I mean, that's in my head. It's true. Yes. Um, no, I think that that's extremely likely because I don't feel like they probably talked about it immediately after. I think that John probably, like, stormed off as well. Um, Absolutely. It was, like, way after Sam had left. And Dean is definitely, like, the mediator slash... And we will see this in other episodes, and we can talk about it. But Dean's the mediator. He's the pacifier. Like, he, like, tries to pacify both Sam and John constantly. So I can imagine that Dean brought up later, like, what about Sam? And John was probably just like, oh, well, he's done with the family. And Especially, John still went and checked on him, and Dean saw yeah. that, so Dean knew that he still cared about Sam. Yeah. But. Especially <laughs> if they were near Sam at some point doing a case, and, you know, Dean wants to see his brother, and he's like, why don't we just go see Sam? I miss him. Like, I want to mm-hmm. talk to him. Why don't you just apologize? And then John's like, no, because he didn't apologize to me. You know? I have another horrible thought, and it is very negative to John. Um, so, to me. <laughs> um to me, this fight, though Dean is being a John apologist, he often doesn't say you left dad and you argued with dad. He talks about how Sam left the family as a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Sam left Dean. That is going to be continue fucking up Dean's brain that people leave him. Yep. Um, 
And I think Dean was hurt that Sam didn't call him. Mm. Not necessarily John. I think that Dean is... Um, I think Dean is... <laughs> I think that Dean is defending John, but it's actually more about how Dean feels about the situation. Because he was put in a horrible situation of having to pick between his brother, who he has cared for like his own child, the closest relationship he has with anyone, and his father, who he idolizes like a god. Yeah, like, that's an yeah. awful situation to be put in. Absolutely. It's a hot take, but it's a good one. If you don't agree <laughs> with that, please uh, email us at lawboy. <laughs> and we, and I'm going to let you know we don't care. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. We're... We won't you, see the email. If you, have, if you have any complaints about the podcast, please email Lawboy. Yes. If you like the podcast, you can email raisingperdition at gmail.com. Exactly. Yeah. Sam just stares at Dean sadly, and Dean's like, well, come on. We're going to be late for our appointment. So they yes, just drop Exactly it. what his plan was, was yes. to talk about this, and if they didn't come to an agreement, either exactly. way, they had to go talk to the professor. So that was, like Beth said, that was his out. And the professor's like, you two are students and they're like yeah we're in your anthro 101 class and he's like oh yeah it's very large i guess and then yeah so dean's like so what about the bones so let's get to the let's get to the point of this um and the professor's like they're old it's interesting they're really old um they're probably native american based on the time frame and where you found them um, and so Sam asks if there were any tribes on the land there or any reservations. And the professor's like, no. Um, but people, native native people were relocated a lot at that time. And by relocated, he obviously <laughs> means killed. Um, Forced and, from their own land and home. Or killed. Yeah. Or those killed. are your yes. two options. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, right. So, yeah, I knew that. Why didn't I? <laughs> think that before and then he's like are there any local legends or anything and the professor doesn't have any but he does send them to the Uchi tribe in Sepulpa um I do like that the professor guided them since that like directing the boys to actual indigenous Native American people yeah. they find a man they're pointed in the correct direction and stuff once they get there mm-hmm. um and they meet Joe White Tree mm-hmm. that's his name um and Dean's like, we're students. And he's like, no, you're not. You're lying. Yeah, um, immediately calls Dean's them out like, as liars. Yeah, and Dean's, Dean's like, what? <laughs> the boy was too you can stunned tell. to speak. Yes, <laughs> and um, he's like, well, the truth is. And Joe's like, no, liars do not start conversation or anything with, well, the truth is. Only only liars say that. So um, Sam's just like, all right, well, we're here about I'm this. I'm going to take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Joe says, I like him. He's not a liar, which is like. He was going to go along with the lie, though. (laughs) If you didn't see me, I rolled my eyes. Actually, I know you didn't see me, so I rolled my eyes. So Sam's like, tell us the history of this. Actually, I was wrong. The Atoka Valley is near the housing development. It's not where the Native American reservation is. That's Sepulpa. Um, But yeah, so he's like, tell me the history, please. And Joe's like, why? And he's like, something bad is happening. (laughs) It's not good. Um, And we found some old bones. And we were told they were Native American bones. And so Joe's like, Uh-oh. I'll just tell you what I've heard. Like What my grandfather's grandfather told yeah, my grandfather. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very confusing. Um, but so 200 years ago, um, some of his ancestors, so it would have been the Yuchi tribe, I guess, that lived in that area, mm-hmm. um, were living in that area. <laughs> um, and one day... Some Americans came to relocate them, and they resisted, as they should have, because it was their land. Um, But, of course, the Americans were impatient, and um, he says, As my grandfather put it, on the night the moon and the sun share the skies equals, the cavalry first raided our village. So they they murdered and raped people. (laughs) Horrible up and um they kept coming every night and then on the sixth night um it was the that was the last time they came because they killed it they had killed everyone at that point mm-hmm. um but on the sixth night the chief of the village was dying and he whispered to the heavens that no white man should ever tarnish the land again and then um he died nature would rise up and protect the valley he says mm-hmm. um and it would always bring several he says many days of misery and death to the white man um as the cavalry had brought upon his people 
they start to walk back to their car and they're talking about the curse um and dean says that the gas come uh, dustin We'll say mm-hmm. his name because he deserves his name to be said. He died on Tuesday, um, the twentieth. Oh, wait, sorry, the Friday, the twentieth. Yeah, they got there on a Tuesday after he died, um, and so now it would be the sixth day, mm-hmm. and this would be the sixth night. So they're like, "Well, crap, we got to get there." Um, gotta go, gotta go. Because the twentieth is obviously yes. the spring equinox. So yes, yes. And Sam says, "So how do we break the curse?" And Dean says, "You don't break a curse," which is not what they do in the show. Later, they try to break <laughs> curses, but in All this episode, the time. <laughs> yeah, yes, in this episode, you cannot break a curse. Uh, uh, you have to just get out of its way. They know that the only people who would be affected are the Pikes, um, which is Larry, Matt, and Larry's wife, jo- Joni, Joni. Um, so they're they're trying to call them and to get a hold of them. Sam like yells for the phone and he calls Matt and is like Matt you have to get your parents out of the house and he tries to tell him to just like make him listen and Dean grabs the phone and is like Matt under no circumstances are you to tell them the truth they'll think you're nuts (laughs) tell them that you have a sharp pain in your right side and you've got to go to the hospital yeah and Dean looks at Sam and says make him listen what are you thinking so they get there and uh, Matt did tell him the truth and he Matt. didn't believe him <laughs> yeah so um we also see some listen. beetles coming up out of the background the backyard at one point yes they're cock- yeah. cockroaches yeah. yeah yeah that's before Gross. the like phone call and stuff but yeah I yeah. killed a bug. <laughs> so yeah, Matt's uh, nice job. Um, Matt's concerned when they're on the phone because they're he tells Sam there are cockroaches yeah. in the backyard. He's like, "What the heck?" Um, yeah. So then they get there and they're like, "Dude, Larry, this is really serious. Like, do you want to die? Um, do you not think something weird is going on here because all these deaths?" Mm-hmm. And um, then finally, uh, they're like, "Okay." We'll get inside. So they yeah. have to run into the house because a huge cloud of bugs are coming after them. Um, yeah. So and finally, to call nine one one. What is nine one one going to do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but she does, and she but, can't. But she can't because they yeah. ch- they've chewed through the line. Dean like tries to pack the front door with towels to keep the bugs from getting in. Dean finds some bug spray and a lighter to make his own bug spray flamethrower. Y'all, I did yes. not see the lighter. And I'm sitting there going... I thought going, said ladder. And a ladder Sorry. to make his own very bug country. spray flamethrower. Um, <laughs> I was like, you need a ladder for that. Um, yes. Yeah. I did not see the lighter. And me and Jacob were watching this episode. And I said, why is it coming out as fire? <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Because <laughs> it's so not funny. bug spray, it's fire spray. Oh, yes. okay. It's bottled I fire spray. Have, why, the bu- why is the bug spray coming out as fire? Because I was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> you still didn't know. No, oh. I didn't know till just now when she said he got a lighter. Oh. No, he has a lighter. I didn't see the lighter ever. Yes. So, okay, cool. And then they start to hear the fireplace noise. I'm pretty, yeah, in my um, notes I have... Um, a bug's coming through the flu, a la Harry Potter. <laughs> like yes. The, the, it's, mm, mm. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, so then Dean's like, I think we need to go upstairs. Because mm-hmm. um, then then immediately, so many bugs come into the mm-hmm. room, and they run up to the uh, Baby running. Um, attic. And then termites are eating through the wood in the attic, which is fun. Yeah, it's... They, they cannot escape them. Like, they're eating through. They kind of get it blocked. Immediately another hole is yeah. eating through. And then when they're trying to, like, Dean's trying to spray them with the fire bug spray. And then um, he runs out. And he runs out. And then the hole that they blocked up, it gets destroyed again. Um, and so yeah. eventually they have to just, like. Cover their faces. Duck, it, duck and cover. Yeah, they literally yeah. just. Which, there's, at this point, there are bees and termites. So. Mm-hmm just lots and lots of bugs and um, they just yeah they just duck and cover in the corner until the sun comes up which is only minutes from then so they're good um one thing that is just so i don't understand why they did this um this whole scene they got real bees 
for filming this and put their actors in danger. They got, like, Jensen and Jared, and I'm assuming the little family, like, they all got, like, stung. Like, they put their actors I read that through this. The Go rest ahead. of the, all the crew wore beekeeper suits, but mm-hmm. Kim Manners did not because the actors weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so he okay. showed up in a t-shirt and shorts. What a good man. And then it didn't even show up through yeah. camera. And so they in post had to pay for the CGI budget anyways. Yeah. So the sun comes up and the bees fly off. Luckily. And, and the termites. All um, the bugs. But so we said it was midnight. Do you guys remember yeah. a significant break or yeah. being told that it was no longer midnight? <laughs> no, it's like immediately. Um, I just, the timing was so bad. Like they didn't yeah. do a good job of like showing us that a significant amount of time had happened because now it's suddenly sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. And thank, there, thank I don't, goodness. <laughs> they I don't think there's even like a, like, yeah, like a break, like a commercial break at this yeah. point. I think it's like all this one scene. They should have put a commercial break here. So it seemed yes. like it was later. So... Yeah, Dan, uh, Dan, <laughs> Dean and Sam, the next morning, <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dean and Sam the next morning, um, come up, they drive up, walk up to Larry, <laughs> sorry, and, um, they're putting all their stuff in a moving van and Larry's like, hey, good timing, we were about to leave, um, they shake hands, um, and yeah, Larry's like, hey, we're not gonna, finish this development um i'm gonna make he says i'm gonna make damn sure no one lives here again which is great mm-hmm. he should um and that this whole situation really put things into perspective for him what's important um and he like looks over at matt and kind of smiles and mm-hmm. shows that he cares about his son which is um the least he can do <laughs> right as a father, as a father. Uh, but but sam walks over to matt and's like he's throwing away all his bugs um is he like, just throwing the, bugs in the trash i don't think they're the live bugs. <laughs> i think it's like i think it's like a, a dead spider that's like okay been, i thought you know? they were real bugs like alive yeah bugs. I, I was know. like he's just Maybe. tossing them into the trash yeah they're just gonna crawl out just very um, funny to me but sam's like what are you doing and matt's like um they kind of weird me out now <laughs> which is I feel like they both laugh that's kind of a, this is what they do they just laugh uh, at the show yeah they just just a laugh. It's a comedy show. I'm honestly, yeah. as the someone who's a first time watcher, I am over Sam relating to everyone. <laughs> I'm over it, <laughs> and we laugh. Um, <laughs> I'm just over it. I'm so over him. Like because he's the main character. I know, but wa- literally every character. He's so relatable. Abby. He's not he's so relatable. <laughs> He's just not. I think this is so funny. Well, we we will see. Uh, we will see Dean relate to a lot of people too. I'll tell right. you. I liked yes, the water will. episode because he related to a little. Oh, more. with Lucas. Yes, yeah. he'll he'll relate to more people. Um, but Adults, yeah, I mean, maybe? Sam right now is the. Yes, Sorry. he will. He will. <laughs> um, not children. Sam right now is the main character, so it's important that he relates to people. But really yeah, I annoying. agree. I mean, I just don't understand how there's so many people who are as miserable as Sam. Yeah. Well, are you not? <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're, right. you're so right. So, you're on to something. I would Hannah. probably relate so, to Sam. Oh my god. Just to wrap up the episode, um Sam and Dean are like standing by the car watching Matt and Larry who are now getting along very well, it says. Um and Sam's like, "I want to find dad." And Dean's like, "Yeah, I do too." And Sam says he wants to apologize to him for uh, all the things he said he says he was just doing the best he could um Mm -hmm. and dean's like well don't worry we'll find him and you can apologize and then you'll be at each other's throats in the next five minutes um and they're like "Ah." and sam's Uh like yeah probably they just (laughs) just laugh laugh. (laughs) and um sam says let's hit the road and dean says let's i don't know why he needed to say anything but and then they drive off um after they wave goodbye to larry and matt I hate the fact that they're like, Sam needs to apologize to John because John was just doing the best he could. Well, his I best like is not good ex- enough. Sorry. 
<laughs> it just wasn't. I, I agree. And no, I feel yeah. like there's this really like dangerous rhetoric where children have to be thankful that their parents did their best, quote unquote. Yeah. If your parent was abusive, I don't care if it's yep. their best. They don't deserve an apology. But I mean, like you can. That's not their you best. Can, no. You can choose to forgive your parents if that's something you want to do. That is right, a new yeah. thing. But you shouldn't be but expected. But the children should to. not be expected. Yes, exactly. No, you should never be expected. It. I. It's the like. Um, concept that like well they're family yeah like, that's not that's not necessary if you're listening to this and you think you have to forgive someone because they're your family we're here to tell you you do not um that's not how family works you still have to be kind unfortunately and, there are toxic um, people everywhere and some of them do happen yeah, to be in your family they might be your family so especially <laughs> especially because at this point and i don't really think we see it otherwise john hasn't changed his behavior if you're if your father is abusive verbally physically emotionally any of those he's not doing his no. best that's no. not his best it's um not. and so yeah like john was not doing his best he was doing the what he minimum. wanted to do and yeah and he was not doing his best as a father he was maybe doing his best as a soldier yeah a as he was a military man keeping them yeah. alive and that was literally his yes. only but he was objective he was not trying as a father Just he was not caring and loving his sons yes giving them what they needed in no. every aspect of no. life just because john like i feel like a lot of john's problems could have been solved if he had gone to therapy um well, but yeah. just because someone has like like john had like ptsd from the war um ptsd from losing mary but just because he has those things does not excuse his abusive behavior no well so i'm glad thanks. we could end this episode on some john slander <laughs> yeah um, um also some parents <laughs> yeah parent and john slander the next episode is home um oh, yeah. which is a pretty big episode for um for the season um we get a lot of new information about sam and so i'm gonna be pretty excited to talk about it and you can listen on wednesdays on spotify google Podcasts, amazon music and Apple Podcasts and Podbean. Never <laughs> Thank goodness you Podbean. didn't forget. And if you'd like to connect with us on different social media, we are at Raising Perdition on TikTok and Instagram. And on Twitter, we are at SPN underscore RP Podcast. So follow us yep. on there. You can yes, tweet us download. or tweet us some thoughts about the episode if you have them or anything mm-hmm. like that yeah email us email us at raising at gmail.com <laughs> if you disagree you it's know. at law boy. <laughs> yeah um yeah anything negative send to lawboy at stanford.edu anything positive you can send to raising perdition at gmail.com we'll be happy to <laughs> thank you accommodate you all right so we'll see you next week thanks. bye bye thanks for listening